All right. As my father sent me. You know, I really like that song. As my father sent me, so send I. Do you like that song? Just as my father sent me, I've sent you to go into the world to labor. Yes, to labor and to be obedient and to serve him. What a great blessing. Amen. Sit down for a moment. We'll have more, but give us a few seconds. I want to just give you the anointing of prophets and righteous men. The anointing of prophets and righteous men. Amen. Matthew chapter 13. Verse 17. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see and have not seen them and to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. Amen. Jesus Christ was, you know, the word Christ means anointed one. So Jesus Christ was the anointing which prophets and righteous men have desired to see for many, many years. So those people who were standing there, right, when Jesus was speaking, were the people who had received this great anointing, which many prophets and righteous men were looking for. All right? Here was the anointing that many prophets and righteous men had hoped for, but they could neither recognize nor receive it. Is it possible that there are powerful anointings near us that we are neither able to recognize nor receive? So, I want to just go through seven important steps that you need to get to the anointing that prophets and righteous men are the only ones who can have it. Amen. Number one, Matthew chapter 13, and we are going to read verse 11. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou in parables? And he said, because it is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. So the first step to receiving this great anointing that is given to righteous men and to prophets, okay, 
the first step is to be divinely chosen. He says, to you it is given. It is given. Yes. It, it has been given to you to know. You know? And truly, when it comes to the anointing, it is something that God gives. You know, it's something that we have to recognize and accept. Sometimes you may want your family members to be anointed. Do you see? But God hasn't chosen your family. Yes. You know, most pastors want their children. Well, I don't know whether most pastors, but want their children to, to, to be anointed. I, I remember one time I was watching men of God and they were really praying for their children. But the children did not become anointed. You see, children did not become anointed. Because Jesus said to you, it is given. It's given for you to have such an anointing. Yeah, God has decided to give you. Now, you can't explain everything about the anointing. can't. There will always be something baffling about the anointing. One guy came to my church one day and uh, when he stood there, you know, I think we were in Kolegono, he, 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 he forgot himself. You must be careful of your thoughts because before you realize you say what you are thinking. But I don't know what he was thinking. Then he just blurted out. Why dark? Why dark? <laughs> like, why dark? This must have been about 20 or 30 years ago. He was wondering why me? Why would I have this congregation? You see? So Jesus said, to you it is given. And there are some things you just cannot explain. And you have to accept that God has a right. If you ask me why do I work with certain people, I will answer you. For some, I can give you some reason, this, 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 this. But I will say that for a lot of people that are with me, the answer I can give is that it is a divine choice. And I can also say that in my own capacity, I cannot explain why I, I prefer to work with this person. It's my choice. I know, I know some of the people that I work with, you wouldn't choose them. You know, one day I was working with a certain character. The people in the office, you know, they didn't like that character. You know, because of the way the person works. They didn't like it. But after some time, I had a meeting with all the people that were under that person. And I asked them, if you were me, who would you choose 
to put in charge of all of you. And one of them said, if it was, if I became you and I have to put one person in charge, I will put that character in charge. The same character that you've chosen. Whom he doesn't like. Do you understand? Yes. But you see, you can't even know why you've chosen somebody. So, one of the things is that we don't have to interfere with the choices that God makes. Why the people that God has used in Ghana, he knows why he's chosen them. You'll be surprised. God knows what the person does for him that you don't know. You don't know what the person is like. When, when you know somebody from afar, it's different from when you know somebody near. Yes. When you are far, you have all kinds of ideas. You'll be surprised your perspective will change when you come a little closer. Yes, if you ever have a chance. So, don't be angry with God's choice. So, why should God use this man? He's, he's a dirty man. So, God seemed to want to use a dirty man. Yeah. When my father was alive, he had people that worked for him. I remember all his workers. He had one person who was in charge of his horses. He had one person who was in charge of his chambers. And he had jockeys. He had different people. Uh, he liked them. He even changed the names of some of his jockeys. Yes. I remember one, one of his jockeys had, he had a gun name. Ni something. He changed his name from Ni whatever to Lester. Yeah. You know, like Lester Summer, he changed his name to Lester. Yeah, he gave him another name. Yes. Why didn't he change your name? He said, I, I don't know. Why didn't he change your name? Then one day he took his jockeys, who were, they were all uneducated young boys from Jamestown. He took them to London. Yes, he took them all to London to go and do something with horses. Oh, yes. He took them. But why didn't he take lawyers? Because he was a lawyer. He took jockeys and horse boys. Oh, yes. It's his choice. He has a right. Yeah. Why not? That's, that's something you can't fight. Stop fighting God's divine choice. When he, he, he likes somebody... You don't know why he likes the person. You'll be surprised what the person does for him that you don't do for him. So you should have chosen this. When the president becomes a president, he brings who he wants. You may not choose that person. So but this man is too old. So he's, he's too old for you. He's not too old for that person. Is this his choice? So you've got to get Relax and start accepting. Oh, yes. You know, one day I had a visitor in my house and he started to complain about my house boy. I said, no. Be careful because in my house, when I come at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m., he's the one who is there. 
don't know what he does for me. You don't know that part. Yes. So you will be saying, why? Who is this? Who is this? So this guy is the main person. When my wife is snoring, and this man will be caring for me. Yes. So you, you have to be careful. You do know why God likes Benny Hinn. You don't know why God chose Archbishop Duncan Williams in Ghana. A man without any education at all. They were professors at Legon. He could have chosen one of the professors to come and bless Ghana. He didn't mind them, any professor at all. He bypassed all these educated people and chose this man who was selling PK at airport. At uh, Opera Square. PK is a type of chewing gum. Some of you don't know PK. But you have to buy one as a souvenir. So this, is, this is what Archbishop Duncan Williams used to sell for a living. Yes, this is what he used to sell. And God chose him because God likes him. And, and you say what? Oh, you can say you could never change anything. He said, to you it is given. Yes. You know, in recent times, I've met people who hate me. Yes. You know, one day I wanted to get out of my car and go to somebody's house. I said, why do you hate me? I don't know why. You you have not met me before. I've never spoken to you for even one minute. You don't know anything about me firsthand. Only reported stories and fabrications. And you are full of hatred. You wish God will not use me. Why? Jesus said, to you it is given. Fishermen. Fishermen. Maybe you don't know. That's what God seemed to like. Look at the Catholic Church. God has chosen the Catholic Church to be the Catholic Church of God. He has chosen them. The universal church. They are our fathers. They are the ancient bastion of Christianity. You can say thousands of this have done this, this have done that, that have done done this, those, that, whatever, have done whatever. But God has chosen them. And their pastor, the pastor of the Catholic Church is the only pastor when he speaks, it comes on CNN. Does yours come on CNN? Your message come on CNN? Your message come on BBC? It has not been coming on Al Jazeera? Yes. <laughs> Sky news everywhere. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And in spite of everything they've been through, they are still there. And when you go to the Holy Land, you will appreciate the Catholic Church even more because all the important sites that things happen. They've built churches at every place. You know, like if Jesus did something here to, to, to memorialize what Jesus did and to mark the spot 
don't build like a, a what do you call it? A, a statue. They build a church. Yes. So let's say Calvary, where Jesus was crucified. Then they built a church on the spot where Jesus stood and said, Oh, Jerusalem, how I wanted to gather you. Then they built a church at that place where Galilee, where Jesus fed 5,000 and on the field, they built a church there. Every spot that is important to us, there's a church. Not, not from your charismatic church, from the Catholic church. Yes, from the Catholic church. Our fathers, they have preserved even the holy land and the holy places for all of us. There's nothing you can do about it. I, I, I think that it angers people when you see a divine choice which you don't really agree with or even understand. Yes. Yes. So remember this. God owes you no explanation for the people that he chooses. There are people who look at me, you see. I've cast like me, all that you would have said. Hey, Obroni. Listen, when I was in school, I was hated. My children also were hated. Hey, you, your, your, your father is a pastor. Come, kneel down here. Yes. Hey, you, come. Do whatever. When I was in school, I was tormented. And one day I met a fellow Hafkas, he told me that what I have seen and experienced in this school, and he gave me some advice. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hatred. Hatred. And that hatred, it persists in people who don't know the ministry. And that's why that question, why that? It's a, it's a real question. Why dark? <laughs> it disturbs them. You, you will notice, hardly have I ever been chosen for anything. Anything that you see I'm involved, I'm a leader. I usually founded it myself. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's like I have to organize it myself and then be the leader of it. <laughs> but that they will choose me it's like, no, I don't fit in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's my experience. I'm, te- I'm telling you what I've experienced. I'm not giving you a report. I'm telling you what I've experienced. But it's God's choice that he will use me. You know, most of the large denominations in the country were started by white people in Ghana. You may not want, want to accept it. Whether Methodist, Church of Pentecost, Presby, was the Swiss white people, all these churches, Catholic, whatever, the white people came here to do it. The big ones that have spread over the country. You may not like it, but to them it is given. You to start yours and let it spread over the country and they will give glory to God. To you it is given. God has a right and I have a right to choose. And I've noticed something, I'll tell you something. Just it's private between me and you. When I notice that you don't like people that I like and people that I have chosen, usually I also stop liking you because it's the person I've chosen to, to, to work with. Yeah. So, and it's a right I have. It's a human right. These days we have a lot of human rights. 
Have you not been hearing about some fantastic human rights? It's a human right to work with whoever I want to work with. It's a choice. Right to choose. It's a human right to choose. I think we need a list of human rights so that we know all the rights and we can follow them. One of these days they'll be telling us that right to use a toilet from the back or from the side. I don't know what what are rights. Amazing. Don't 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 bother yourself. One day there was a man who was working with Bonky. This man was uh, Bonky was depending on him for uh, miracles. And I don't know, everywhere Bonky goes, Bonky will preach, and the man will come and pray for the sick. So one day, a guy told his Bonky that he's leaving. So, oh, wow. I'm not expecting you to leave. So I'm leaving. I have to leave. So he left. And uh, Bonky continued without him. Bonky decided to pray for the sick himself. But something happened, and there was a man who was left behind, and he told Bonke. Bonke wrote it in his book. He said, the man said, when I go, Bonke is finished. When I leave, Bonke is finished. You, you see, when God has chosen somebody, even when you leave, when you are not around, you will see that it is working maybe even better than when you were the one who was there. To you it is given, given by God. Not somebody's presence or absence or what somebody says that will change anything. Yes, yes. yes. say Bonke is finished. How do you finish God's servant? So the first step is that we all have to accept God's divine purpose. You can say, I don't listen to American pastors. When the anointing is being on an American pastor, you have said you don't listen to Americans. And God chose to put it in America. What you do? You have to accept it and flow. Yes. You don't listen to half castes. Yes. They call me disappointed European. Like I was about to become a European, but I was disappointed. I couldn't become a full European. (laughs) Yes. But God decided to use a disappointed European. Yes. Yes. He decided to use a disappointed European. That's all. Beautiful. They called me Obroni Pete. Oh, yes. Many, even on the crusade platform. The, the interpreter made a mistake and said, Obroni Pete or something. Yes. I can play the video for you. Yes. But God decided to use Obroni Pete. Beautiful. 
believe. It is his choice. In Kenya, they call me 0.5. 0.5. Half year and half year. Half from half from here and half from another country. 0.5. God decided to use his 0.5 like that. What you do about it? What you do about it? There's nothing much you can do. I don't want you to complain too much eh, about who you are. If God has decided to use you, eh, he'll use you in spite of what anybody thinks. Receive the grace. Receive power. You may be a girl. You may be a girl. You're not even a boy. And God, when God decides to use you, you'll be shocked. And he'll use you mightily. Hallelujah. Are you excited? All right, seven steps. We've done one step. <laughs> step number two. Matthew chapter 13, verse 12. For whosoever hath it to him shall be given. You know, Jesus said in verse 11. It is given to you to know the mysteries. The mysteries have been given to you. But it has not been given to them. For whosoever has, to him shall be given. And he shall have more abundance. But whosoever has not, from him shall be taken even that which he has. Wow. Now. The way to the anointing of the prophet and righteous man is to have at least a little anointing. Yes. Because when you have small, you get more. Anointed people become more anointed. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Once you start operating in anointing, expect more anointing. Oh, yes, because when Jesus was speaking about what the prophets and righteous men were to see, he said, he said, he that has shall have even more. Anointed people become more anointed. I believe that I am more anointed now than I was when I was 25 years old. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I see more of the anointing. In my life. Yes. More of the anointing. On almost all fronts. I see. Because even though I heard in Suhum. I was praying. And I heard a voice. Saying from today you can teach. That was a special day for me. But before that. I had received the Holy Spirit. And I was speaking in tongues. Oh, yes, I'd been speaking in tongues. I'd been speaking in tongues. And that was the Holy Spirit already. That was the anointing. So I was already one of the candidates for more. Oh, yes, I learned how to pray for three hours with tongues. To pray for seven hours with tongues. My maximum was seven hours. I prayed seven hours in tongues at that time. 
maximum was seven hours. Now I can pray all night. Only one man all night. Yes, one man all night with nobody. Yes. From six to six. Oh, yes. I can pray all night alone. But I couldn't pray all night before. And even by the morning, I, I can't sleep. Oh, yes. I was a candidate for anointing. Because he that has more anointing, you are the candidate for the next level of anointing. Then the Holy Spirit appeared to me and said, from today, you can teach. But after that, another time I was somewhere in France. I was praying and the Lord spoke to me and gave me a healing ministry, which I didn't like to say. But healing ministry, you can say they have a healing ministry. Where are the miracles? It's easy to say you have things. It's easy to talk. But I started to watch. Yes, miracles taking place. That's why I remember all the many, many miracles that the Lord has done. One day there was a lady who came and said, I could not see. But the fantastic thing about this lady was that she explained that when she's eating, which I didn't know would happen to a blind person, they arrange the food at 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and 3 o'clock on the plate. So she says that she holds the plate. She was describing on stage how she eats. She said, I hold the plate. Then I know that at 12 o'clock, that is the top part of the plate. Is the meat. Then the potato is at 6 o'clock. So she goes around with the hand and this is 6 o'clock. So when she put the fork there. So that's how to eat as a blind person. Yes. Then vegetable is at 3 o'clock. And pumpkin or something they had is at 9 o'clock. So if I want meat, 12. You hold the plate. And she was standing on stage and my eyes have opened. And she was explaining to me, what is the meaning of blind? What is the meaning of being blind? Oh, yes. If you have, have even small teaching anointing, expect the next bolus, bolus, bolus of anointing to fall upon you and come upon you in a mighty way. One day, I arrived at a place I was going to preach. When I arrived, I lay down on my bed and I saw an angel standing in front of my bed with the longest bottle I've ever seen. Glass bottle down, the, the damp part was big and became small to the top. It was an angel. And he gave me, I said, that's your oil. Oh, yes. Anointing. Hey, Mahamazamutaka. A new level of anointing open up over my life. Receive a new level of anointing. The anointing of prophets and righteous men. Yeah. So once you are carrying 
a little of the anointing, expect more of the anointing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you excited? Step number three. Step number three. Step number one is to be divinely chosen. Step number two is to have some anointing. Step number three is to be able to see what you must see. Because he said, blessed are your eyes. You are the ones receiving the anointing on prophets and righteous men. And so he was saying that "Mm, your eyes are blessed. Your eyes are what? Blessed. You are able to see things. If you are going to be anointed, you must be able to see things. The people and the characters in that library of anointing, it's only somebody with eyes to see who will be interested in such people. Yes. May your eyes open to see the gift of God, the love of God, the power of God flowing all over your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number four, step number four. He said, and their ears are dull. Matthew 13, 15. He said, these people cannot receive me. They cannot receive this anointing which prophets and righteous men are looking for. They cannot receive it because what? Their eyes have closed and their ears are not hearing. So when you don't hear certain messages, you never, you never, never, never become anointed in a certain way. It's true. It's true. Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2 says, the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me. Yeah. So if you don't hear the speaking, how can the spirit enter you? The spirit enters when he speaks. So if you want to receive an anointing, humble yourself and expose yourself to teaching, preaching. Yeah. Personally, and pre- there is nothing you can get from this conference except you go and soak in. You see, like this video, you can soak them in, you know, over and over and over and over again. You can soak them in over and over and you become anointed. Amen. I was lying down in my room. Benihin was playing over and over. Lying down. Today, I am comfortable with certain anointings. Yes, comfortable. With certain types of presence. Because my ears have been opened. Oh, yes. Not that my ears are special. But sit down and listen. Because God told me, listen to Benny Hinn. And I said, I don't understand Benny He said, listen to him. It doesn't matter. 
If you like, try and listen to Benny Hinn. You, you come and report to me that you don't understand it. How many have listened to Benny Hinn and realized that you, you, don't, you don't understand? That is it. Yes. <laughs> it's like you don't even know what he's saying. But he's very anointed and very deep and very powerful. Very. Very, 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 very deep and very powerful. Yeah. So blessed are your ears. Blessed are your eyes. You are the one who will see the anointing of prophets and righteous men because of your eyes and because of your ears. Tell the person next to you, say, because of your eyes and because of your ears, you will see the anointing of prophets and righteous men. You know, I wish you would listen to messages just to be anointed. Yeah. Just listen. Just put it like a radio that is on. Repeating, 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 repeating. I think you need to love the word before it starts to have an impact on you. Love it. Love it. Love it. I tell you, no one tells me to listen to any message. No one. I myself, I myself want to listen. Yeah. If somebody has to tell you, you have to listen. There's a problem. There's a problem already. Blessed are your ears for they hear. Father, I thank you for mountain-like churches. Amen. Step number Five to be able to understand. Are you listening? We are coming to the end of these seven steps. You shall, they shall not understand. Seeing they shall see, they shall not perceive. So understanding is also another realm. And number six, a level higher than understanding is understanding with the heart. Amen. Amen. Now, they, lest they be converted, lest they understand. So when you start understanding, you will start receiving the anointing. Yeah. There are many things that I have not understood. There are many things that I have not understood. You know, last week I had a camp meeting here with some of my pastors from Tuesday to Friday. We ended on Saturday, Friday. And I said, this time, I will not preach. Ask questions, and I will answer. From, I, I don't know what question they will ask. From Tuesday to Friday, to Friday, questions and answers. Questions and answers. And all the answers I give were based on the understanding that I have of the scripture. I don't need to prepare. I don't need to prepare for your questions. Can I have a set of questions you are going to ask tomorrow? No. Just questions. And I answer. How many times have what people have watched certain interviews and you feel the person who is being interviewed will be hot? Isn't it true? Yes. It, but he's not hot if he has a strong understanding of the topic that he's talking about. Yeah. He's not hot at all. It's only you, you are hot because when you think about it. But he's not hot because he has a deep understanding of what is being asked. Yeah. 
And that is, that is understanding. It's like, when it's anointing, you ask me what you want, I, would, I, would, I don't mind answering any question about anointing. Because it's an understanding. And then he said that they should understand with their heart. That is a different thing. Understanding with the heart is where we don't have to talk much, you know what I'm saying. Yes. You don't have to talk much, you know what is being said. You understand with your heart. Yes. Not, not talking. So, yeah, I, I get to it. Don't, don't, don't speak anymore. Short sentence. Check this. I understand what you are saying. All right. So I'll be back. And when you work with people and they understand with their heart, you don't have to say much. You just, you just say, okay, okay, okay. Now, now. You understand. So I understand what you say. Don't talk much. But those who don't understand, oh, by the way, you talk, you, you, you will speak. Ah, those, you understand, I understand, but he doesn't understand. And you find out that he's offended. A meeting that was nice, you see that he's offended. Hey. So, listen, understanding and understanding with the heart is the basis for becoming anointed. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Understanding with the heart. And then, how many steps is that? Six. Step number seven, to be converted. That's the seventh step. He says, lest they should be converted and I should heal them. You see, now the anointing starts to work and healing is coming. Anointing, conversion. You are converted and you are healed. Converted and healed. Changed. I am different from how I used to be. And you will also be different when you are anointed. You'll be completely different. Yes. You'll be a different person. You'll be special. You'll be holy. You'll be righteous. You'll be humble. You'll be different. You'll be converted. Receive the grace to be converted and changed. And to receive the anointing of prophets and righteous men. Lift up your hands and receive that anointing right now. Let's pray right now for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to come upon you. Manda satama kabalandarababandalaba. Oh yes. Oh yes. Holy Spirit, thank you. Yes, Holy Spirit, thank you. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, every standing, please. Stand to your feet. The anointing of prophets and righteous men. The anointing of prophets. And righteous men, Mandal Smala Shandola Bakabarandeleve, Paroman Dalema Shandole Baramanandeleve, Mendolomo Daramandeleve. Mado Shaka Baranda Sandola Medede. lift your hands and receive that grace the anointing that prophets, only prophets and righteous men yes. can receive Yes. give thanks to the Lord, yes, Lord. for his great blessedness thank you. that he shows thank to you, you today Father thank you that we are going out of this conference with a new anointing. Yes. 
a new grace yes a new blessedness yes thank you for stepping us into that power yes Lord. into that anointing yes Lord. into that grace yes Lord. we give you praise give you praise we give you thanks give you thanks we give you glory we give you glory receive the anointing for mountain like churches yes mountain like churches mountain like receive the understanding for mountain like churches yes. receive open eyes open eyes mm. to receive the revelation yes. of mountain like churches yes. receive the grace yes. open ears to hear what you must hear for yes. mountain like churches yes. receive the anointing yes. receive the good heart yes. that understands issues for mountain like churches thank you this grace thank you is given to you today yes lord father which art in heaven we give you thanks and we give you praise for all that you have done you are doing and you will do yes thank you thank you for the ad rcud conference yes of mountain like churches conference that you have initiated yes and brought us to this place we give you praise we give you praise lord. we give you glory yes we give you thanks yes we honor you and everyone shouted your loudest amen and amen, amen. how many of you have received mountain like church anointing today Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. Amen. All right, take your seats. Take your seats. Wow. Well, we've come to the end and we are not totally ended but we have come to the end and um, we are blessed um, to have Archbishop Duncan William here at our mountain like churches conference that is a great blessing that is a great blessing Jolin, on stage. Amen. So, sit down. I'm sure he's going to say a few words. Archbishop, you are welcome to this mountain like church conference. We are always happy to see you. Always. Always, always. How many are happy to see? Always, always. Always, always. So, it's a great blessing. And um, I'm sure he's going to have some powerful words share with you to add some toppings to the how many have been blessed at the mountain like church conference 
How many sense that the house of the Lord shall be established on the top of the mountains? It shall be so. It shall be so practically. Mountain-like churches. Yes. It will happen practically. I said it will happen practically in your life and in your ministry. In Jesus' name. Please. Go and sit down. Thank you. Let's welcome Jolly.
world what Jesus, Jesus said to us, if a man loves me, he'll keep my words, and my father will love him, and will come unto him, and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings, he that loveth me shall be
those who suffer for scores, coppers and markers. So I send you to toil for me alone. I send you to bind the broken to work and to weep over lost and wandering souls to bear the burdens of a lost and dying world so I send you to suffer for my sake Jesus said unto them my disciples peace be unto you Jesus said unto them, my disciples, peace 
do not ask the world. 